Welcome to Shootcast, our round one review as we look at the opening weekend of the Shoot Shield competition. Joining me as always on the podcast, Andrew Swain from Stansport and Mark Cashman from Rugby News. Some very interesting games across the competition, some of our heavyweights laying down a marker and plenty of sides looking for improvement in the early phase of the competition. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Shootcast. Welcome to Shootcast, our round one review. Joining me on the podcast as always, Mark Cashman from Rugby News. Hello, Casho. Evening. What a great weekend. And for me, another day, some more rehab. So, yeah, away we go. Good to hear you getting the rehab in, mate. Also joining us on the podcast tonight is Andrew Swain from Stansport. Hello, Swainy. Good evening, gentlemen. You'll have full grip uh, in no time, Casho, so you'll be good to go. You'll be rolling the arm over very soon. It might be a bit morally, but uh, yeah, listen, I'll, uh, I'll 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 have a good mystery ball, you could say. <laughs> you might need full grip if Norse keep playing the way they are. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Swain, you got a special guest on the podcast tonight, mate, sitting on your lap, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I've got a, a young child um, playing Lego here at the moment. He's just waving at me with a cheeky smile on his face, but I've told him if I hear a peep out of him. No Mario movie next Monday. So you blokes are witnesses now. Ah, uh, yes, the Mario movie dropped right in time for Easter. I think a few of us might be headed out to that one. Hopefully better than a Super Nintendo one uh, in the mid-90s that I went and saw, which is absolute garbage. Um, but I think at the time I was pretty chuffed with it. Do you remember that one, Swaney? I remember it. It was a very, very funny movie. <laughs> the dinosaurs the old, uh, in the elevator from memory? Yeah, That's yeah, absolutely. It was, <laughs> um... Now, Swaney, if, if, uh, if your child's got Lego... Wait, you you must have renegotiated your contract at, at Stan Sport and got a substantial prize. <laughs> it's yeah, look, they go way cheap these days, is it, boys? So neither's weak picks. Such yeah. is the economic times we live in. <laughs> yeah, it's um, inflation. I tell you what, it's hit, it's hit the Lego um, business hard. But lucky I work for the company that broadcasts Lego Masters. So What's he got him. there, mate? A bit of Harry Potter or a bit of uh, a bit of Star Wars? He's got Wars? the Mario Lego, actually. He's a big oh, Mario a fan. Okay. Big Mario fan. Very good. Very good. Well, um, Swain, you might just have a quick chat on maybe game of the season, Super Rugby, Waratahs, Brumbies. That was, you know, if, if Australian derbies are like that for the rest of the season, can't complain too much about the product. It was an absolute classic. Oh, it was a brilliant game, wasn't it? I was uh, I had a very privileged position. I was sitting on the sideline down at Canberra Stadium. It was quite chilly in the evening, but um, uh, I called the women's game prior to the, the men's game and then mm-hmm. had a, a great view of it was such an intense game of footy, wasn't it? Um, yep. You know, it was the highest quality game of the year probably in terms of, um, you know, just, just quality Australian rugby. And the Tars, oh, mate, honestly, they kind of bottled it, I've got to say. Yeah. Um, that ball goes out uh, from Ben Donaldson and that changes the, the complexion of the game, doesn't it? If, if he keeps that in the field of play, the Tars probably back their defence and probably win that game. So There's a couple of moments, like when Fichetti made that break and got um, you know gunned down by Tool, I just felt like just back yourself for that last 10 metres and just try and hold him off. There's a couple of little moments, Lat and Donaldson, where just the ball and the play didn't quite go their way. I just 
feels like the Tars have just been really unlucky of late and uh, hopefully it's coming, Casho. Well, yeah, it's it, it, it's really hard to know, you know, like uh, how are you going to fix things? They're obviously working hard at, uh, at, at, at sort of fixing things, but uh, Swaney, did you notice anything from, uh, from, from the sideline about uh, the cohesion or, you know, like uh, they, they appear to be... Um, working to a very good game plan, which I thought uh, that they got a lot of pay out early, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I feel like, uh, yeah, the cohesion, you know, the guys were just, passes were starting to stick a little bit. Um, and, you know, there was that that great breakdown, the, the sideline from Fichetti and Parisi. I feel like if those guys stay fit, stay um, together as a combination, they're, they're really lethal, those two in particular, um, Donaldson still probably hasn't hit his stride. I, I don't mm. think. I, I still think he's pretty lucky to have probably made that Wallaby squad. Um, but you know, we know he's a quality player. Um, he he just hasn't quite hit his stride. And also, Jake Gordon probably unlucky not to make um, the the Wallaby squad, given how well he played the other night. I thought. Gordon's an interesting because he just signed with uh, Rugby Australia, did he not? And then Wallaby side came out and. Uh... He uh, he missed out. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like there's probably a few guys that have been picked in that squad that Eddie Jones might just want to tell to their face that they've been playing terribly, mm. and um, there's probably a few guys who've missed out who probably now have that rocket that will probably get there. That's that's my impression anyway. Mm. I think I think you'll find if, if if you notice the way that he selected some of those England squads, he used to. Uh, He'd bring in a, 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 a bit of a roughie every so often and, you know, train with them for a week and obviously, uh, as, as you say, tell them to their face about what uh, what needs to happen and then release them from, from the squad. So I think there's a bit of, you know, to and fro from, uh, uh, from, from, from that perspective, particularly on, the, on that Wallaby front. Yeah, it's good to see a couple of... Uh... Guys that have been performing in, in the uh, Super Rugby to date get their opportunity. Carter Gordon, that we've been singing his praises on the pod last week. And um, obviously Max Jorgensen, who just has not looked like a fish out of water despite coming straight out of school, Swaney. Oh, absolutely. He, he, again, the other night really stood out, didn't he? And I just feel like the other thing that he's, he's tough beyond his years. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a tough young player. Um, you know, he puts his body into some pretty... Um, awkward positions and, and, you know, he's been hit pretty hard a few times and just gets back up and away he goes again. So, yeah, good reward for a young bloke who's definitely, um, you know, performing at a really high level at the moment and, and a good reward. And listen, what, what are you blokes talking about? You know, you, you, you've forgotten to mention Blake Shoup, who was described by the uh, by the Wallaby coach as a brick shithouse who's as tall as a picket fence and that's... Uh, that's a, that's that's a pretty good asset for a for a loose head and tight head prop, isn't it? Do you know what? I, I actually um, noticed this because I'd never actually stood next to Blake Shop um, and and seen him in the flesh. And I sitting on the sideline the other night, I actually saw him walk past me. And mate, we thought Taniela Tupo had big tree trunk legs. This bloke is is unbelievable. They look like a couple of um, pontoon pillars. Like they're just these legs of his are enormous. It's unbelievable. There's been pictures of him last year in uh, in Shoot Shield, and this year 
and he really has worked hard. You, you, you can see that extra uh, that extra muscle on his frame, and he's uh, he's obviously put on some some pretty good quality weight. And and, and the way he scrummed in that first game against the Waratahs was was outstanding when, when he came on. And there's a bit of edge to him. So I, I didn't realise his brother plays NRL for the uh, Gold Coast Titans too. Yeah, yeah, for the Titans. I tell you what. He uh he doesn't miss leg day, put it that way. He is in the squat rack constantly, I would have thought, looking at those pins. Geez, uh Southern Districts are a conveyor belt for front row talent, aren't they, Swanee? Yeah, Matt Gibbon as well. Um, you know, we've seen Tetra Faulkner yep. um come through there as well. They they've got some some great um, you know, front row talent. Uh BPA has also obviously played there. Yep, yep. Um uh, back in the day. So yeah, look, there's yeah, it, it is a, uh, a definitely a bit of a production line down there, and and to their credit, um, you know they they embrace it. That's kind of the style, right down there at Foreshore. Yeah, why don't we start the action down there? Southern Districts did get uh, their first uh, win up. Obviously, obviously only being round one, but a great way to start the season. Um, Southern Districts sixteen, Gordon seven. Um, we discussed last week the tumultuous week that Gordon had, but by the time we recorded the pod, it was only half the story. <laughs> Billy uh, Miller has ended up uh, coaching the side again on Saturday after being reinstated. Uh, probably the less said about that saga, the better. But um, given all that had gone on, um, Cash, it was going to be very difficult for Gordon to get in the headspace for this one. Yeah, yeah, certainly. You know, obviously Billy didn't complicate too thing too too much there for for that particular game for the Highlanders. And being at Southern Districts, as we mentioned on the pod last week, it's. Uh, it's a difficult. Uh, it's a difficult thing to negotiate on on, on the day. You know, yeah. they they're going to try and uh, upset you. They're going to try and play in, in 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 your twenty five, and that's pretty much the way things went. It was a wet and wild afternoon, as rugby mm. news reported, and uh, they they came away with a sixteen uh, seven uh, victory. But uh, Gordon will. Gordon will definitely uh, strike back as, as 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 the season goes on. I think. Uh, I think a bit more, um, a bit more uh, sanity off the field for the Highlanders is uh, is is, is going to help a lot. And I think uh, you know there's some uh, there's some good things going on there. But listen, good good to see uh, Southern Districts under Jason Brewer kicking things off in style. So uh, yeah, there's some uh, there's some pretty handy things uh, going on there, uh, isn't there? That uh, that number thirteen uh, had some uh, had had some good runs, and there's. Uh, a, a, a bit of speed on the outside and uh, a certain edge to their, their their pack at the moment. If uh, if they get, don't get knocked around by uh, too much injury, I think they might uh, they might go uh, well into the season. Maybe even uh, feature in the finals. Yeah, it was Jackson Rapata, I think you were referring to for uh, Southern Districts. He was a real handful. It was a pretty sort of dour affair, but as you say, Southern Districts just be delighted to get off to a winning start. They've had a couple of difficult years and and looking to. Uh, rebuild things this season. And, yeah, Gordon certainly, after featuring last year's grand final and, and all that happened in pre-season, found things uh, pretty tough going and didn't really get their first try till late in the piece in the game. Uh, interesting period there just uh, before half time, where the referee issued four yellow cars. Sorry, that's pretty busy to each side. Mate, the Rebel Burger, not the only thing with cheese on it. There was four <laughs> yellow cards. <laughs> Two to each side. Um, yep. Yeah, so, so those were down to 13 at one stage and um, mm. still managed to, to come through with the win. So, yeah, mm. um, weird old game, wasn't it? But often it get those down there at Foreshore and yeah. uh, under the, the power lines, there must be something going on. 
Power Line Park delivers once again. We might move uh, right up to the other end of the, uh, well, what do you call it? The coastline up towards Rat Park. Um, Ringer have gone down at home to Ramwick. 22 Ramwick, uh, 15 Ringer. Um, it was a entertaining sort of a game. I thought Ramwick showed um, some some real good stuff uh, with the ball. Uh, to Pye, the uh, Ramwick halfback, I thought had a, a very good game in the loose casher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's uh, their Irish uh, second row uh, did some good stuff too, uh, Cormac Daly. So, uh, yeah, it, uh, it it was one of those games. I think uh, I think new coach Stephen Halls is uh, is looking for a for, for a side that can can not only you know uh, run around people. He wants you know uh, he wants a side that can can tough things out, which. Uh, you know that they probably haven't been able to do over the last couple of years. You know, listen, I I know they've been nicely positioned going into finals a couple of years back, but uh, fell at that first hurdle against uh, against Gordon, I think it was. But uh, yeah, listen, there's uh, there's uh, there's a dominant scrum going on there. Their, their, their back row sort of works well. That prop um, Hunter Stewart pulled pull off some uh, some pretty good um, uh, shots in defence, caused a couple of uh, Turnovers and uh, yeah, they uh, they seem to be moving in the in 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 the in, in the right direction. And uh, I think after uh, this weekend, Swaney, they'll uh, they'll get that uh, Island Sevens guy uh, coming back after the tournament on the weekend, Terry Kennedy. Yeah, Terry Kennedy would be a great get for them. Imagine him because he's a very slippery customer, uh, combining with Connor Tupai and uh, and the like. Um, yeah, those two, Cormac Daly, the other, yeah, as you said, the other Irish men um, in the team in the, at lock, they combined for that last try. It was absolute belter, wasn't it? So, mm. um, yeah, the, the the galloping greens looking good, um, you know, early in the season. Halsey did say, and the, the quote on Rugby News was, if we do that every week, I won't last the season. He's probably talking about his ticker because um, it was a bit of a heart stopper at times, that game. But, um, yeah, they, they managed to survive uh, a late flurry. I think every so, Shoot Shield coach in the competition just rolled their eyes, mate. He wouldn't have survived the two weeks in last year's competition. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> every game's going to be tight. And, you know, uh, despite a couple of results, it just gets the feeling it's probably going to be pretty tight again. Yeah, it's uh, the the ring of performance uh, wasn't too bad, you know that uh, that 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 packs had to be reshaped considerably without uh, you know some, some some of their uh, some of their front rowers about. But uh, listen, there was um, there was some um, some some good stuff in in the centres there. Uh, Davis at fullback, uh, I think he's probably being wasted at fullback. I'd uh, I'd, I'd have him at twelve. Uh, uh, seven days of the week, but uh, yeah, I think they're uh, they're plugging a few gaps uh, early in the season. But they'll uh, they'll start to uh, move into their work and uh, get more comfortable, and uh, I, I, I think they'll go okay. Yeah, I think they're sweating on availability of players like Ben Mo may come back in after the sevens um, on the weekend also. So I think they play on Friday night this week. Um, which will be interesting, but I think for Ramwick's sake, a win at Rat Park is um, is a big step forward for them because they've really struggled um, up there, Swaney, and I think that maybe is just the tonic they needed to get their season started. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, 
you know, Randwick, uh, probably one of the teams that everyone's got a, a big uh, asterisk next to this year with a high expectation. They've mm-hmm. done some great recruiting, new coaching staff. Um, and, yeah, I think that uh, a win up at Rat Park is the perfect start to the season for them. Indeed it was. I watched the game intently up in Newcastle from the comfort of my own lounge. I couldn't get up there, but uh, Hunter Wildfires have run out winners 27 over the Manly Marlins at 19. Uh, frustrating game from a Marlins perspective. I thought Hunter were pretty good. Um, they have got an enormous side, as we know. Uh, tend to score most of their tries from close proximity, driving more. Um, and, yeah, look, they, they were the better side on the day. Uh, Manly sort of uh, struggled into the match. I think at one stage it was 17 nils to the wildfires. Manly pulled it back, I think, to lead at halftime. And then for the second half, um, you know, Manly just didn't manage the conditions very well. They had the wind and um, didn't use it effectively. And, and, you know, to be fair, Hunter just came out better in the second half and just kept the Marlins at bay, just made bad errors at times. And, uh, yeah, full credit to the Wildfires who have really got the wood on the Marlins in this shoot shield now, Casho. Yeah, they certainly have. Uh, for the Wildfires, I thought Freeman was absolutely outstanding and yeah, he's Winchester player. managed the game sort of like quite well on top of being a, a very, very handy goal kicker. As you mentioned, James, the, uh, the number 19 that comes on, he's the world's biggest human. And you know, like I'd, I'd like to throw out there, is he the biggest human in the shoot shield? There you go. That's a good question. I saw he's, his uh, profile pic on the old Fuse app, and it's um, him in a um, Western Sydney Rams jersey. There you go. He yeah. must have been 14 when he, when he played for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from the Marlins' um, side, I thought Fraser too had a pretty handy game out there in the wing before he got knocked out, the poor bugger. So he's out. Um, uh, Willie off Ngawi's son, Sal, was... Uh, catching the eye too, and uh, unfortunately he's done a grade two hammy, so he's out for six weeks. Um, so not being great news for the Marlins, who also will lose Ivan Fepalui to yeah. Samara Samar Ray for six weeks. So got any players around? Just, just send him down to Kell Park, uh, yeah. kids. <laughs> I'll tell you what I did enjoy was uh, Wildfire's uh, rugby on their Instagram before the game. Posted oh, outstanding. A little yeah. Instagram post saying time to go fishing and it's a mm. photo of them cuddling a marlin that they've just caught with a couple of fishing rods. And yeah. Cecil, the great James Hildebrand, has commented on the bottom of it, joke's on you, we are land marlins. <laughs> 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 which made me laugh. It's so oh, stupid, but it makes me laugh. So stupid. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I did see that Rex Hunt style testimonial. I, I got a bit of a chuckle. I didn't see Cecil's comment. I'm sure that might have gone over my head, but um, <laughs> nice one from James. Yeah, very and, funny. Uh, Burge Allison, just congratulations on um, on the uh, on, on the Empire, the Burgeland Empire sponsoring the uh, – the Manly Marlins, mate, you're, uh, you're, you're stumping up. It's great. Mate, it's about our ninth year in a row, so thanks for noticing. But, um, <laughs> mate, we actually got some good visibility on the Waratahs shoot shield wrap. I saw uh, Hunter Ward was wearing the jersey that, this year, and, uh, yeah, mate, we just take it back a jersey sponsorship. Um, that was probably one point for the Marlins that was a big loss. Um, uh, individually great for Hunter Ward to get his Waratahs call up and make his debut on the weekend, but... Losing the skipper uh, on the eve of round one is always a bit of a blow, isn't it, Sweeney? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can't be um, 
can't be losing that. That's that's a bit of a huge a huge blow. Um, so yeah, I think it probably did affect them a little bit, but um, yeah. Um, yeah. That uh, was it, you know, the, the bogey team. They are the bogey team. There's sure. the, the, the bloke, uh, the understudy to Hunter, who's actually an outstanding player. He's playing this week, Zach Barnabas. He uh, fell off a roof a couple of weeks ago and had to get 50 um, stitches put up his leg. So he's, yeah. he's, it's just uh, just chaos down there at the Marlins at oh, the moment. Yeah, those, those, falling off those roofs is all right. It's off ladders that's dangerous. Yes, <laughs> you know all about the uh, the hazards of building sites, don't you, Casho? That's right. Rightio. Um, let's head over to Wallara, where Eastern Suburbs have registered a win in round one over the Woodies. Eastern Suburbs 30, Eastwood 24. High scoring affair. Um, it was a good game. Some excellent uh, some excellent tries um, and some eye-catching performances, I thought. Um, Teddy Wilson, um, I thought, was, was excellent during the game. Um, and also young Bowen, they seem to be forming a nice little combination there, Swaney. Oh, brilliant combination, isn't it? And, and this is the future of yep. New South Wales rugby right here, um, you know, Wilson and Bowen. And what about the ending to that game? Mm. It was unbelievable. When Chris Bell slots that goal to put the Woods in front, you think, yeah, game over. And then, um, you know, they, they managed to make their way upfield. Um, you know, the referee gets in the way. They pack a scrum. And then Bowen throws a 30-metre flat bullet yep. out to the wing. And uh, Mossman scores and, and the crowd goes absolutely wild. Um, and Archie Gavin even launches himself into the crowd uh, with beer flying everywhere. It was just scenes down there at Willara Oval. What what a cracking finish. Um which, you know, we've come pretty accustomed to in this um in this shoot shield competition. Yeah, it really was a, a classic game for round one. And um did you see the try saver from Bowen as well? Yeah. When he got his yeah. kick charge down forty meters out. He's uh, chased down the eastward wing. I'm excuse me, I'm not sure of his name. Oh, it was but, Isley uh, actually. It was the oh, back was row. Oh, it yeah. is obviously without a headgear on. Yeah, right, I can see. Um, and clean rips him in the end goal. That's outstanding. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. But then the, the Woodies must have thought they'd won it after scoring the 77th minute. And then um, East held their nerve, went up the field. And as you say, Mossman scores in the corner. And um, that disgusting hill of theirs goes ballistic. <laughs> and, um, mate, I, I do like um, that Archie Gavin. He looks like a real shoot shield player, doesn't he, Casho? Yeah, 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 certainly he's, um, you know, pretty good lineage with his old man Gap. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, yeah, he's been, um, he's really matured in, 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 into that leadership role there at, uh, at Wallara. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, it, it, it was a pretty good uh, game of football and, and topped off uh, by, the, uh, by the finish. But uh, as you mentioned earlier, boys, uh, uh, Teddy Wilson and then uh, and then Jack Bowen really really took things uh, in, into their own hands with that uh, with with that final play. So uh, well, think- well done to East, and I think um, I think they're going to be there or thereabouts, aren't they? And uh, you know they haven't always been hundred uh, percent tippy top of Wallara, but uh, I think they might be this year. But I think that's the thing that East have been missing is those regular names year in year out. And you know if you you hang around the competition long enough. You get your chance uh, to advance up the table, generally, don't you, Swaney? Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and 
you know, with Donaldson, you know, Will Harrison probably coming back pretty soon as well for the Waratahs, um, Jake Gordon being the captain, you know, the guys like Wilson and Bowen are going to have to bide their time a bit. So for yep. East to actually get them and get them for a long period of time this year, it's it's great to see and, and um, you know, it'll really help them if they get to keep them on the park for, you know, quite a few rounds this year. Yeah, and from an Eastwood perspective, I mean, they won't be too disappointed. I mean, they'll be disappointed, but um, they weren't too far away, really, Casho, I thought. No, no, some, uh, you know, lucky Albert, the, uh, the the Brumbies number nine, uh, did some good stuff there. Leoso scored a nice try. Chris Bell worked off the bench, so he, he did some uh, some some good stuff. And, you know, they've always got that, that mixture of uh, good midfield characters, uh, carriers, Rato Tuisi did some uh, did did some good stuff, particularly when they were uh, they, they were uh, they, uh, they they had the ascendancy. But uh, listen, I've, uh, I've I've never seen a um, uh, a try saver that uh, Bowen did on uh, on on Isley. You know, it was uh, he was gone. He ran him down and managed somehow to get on top of him and uh, kick, kick the ball off the ground and get the thing into touch. So, uh, mm. yeah, a, a lot of good skills shown right throughout the afternoon. Yep, special stuff from Bowen for sure. All right, um, let's have a to uh, West Harbour and the return to Concord Oval. And the first win for Cameron Trelaw in his first match, uh, West Harbour 17, Western Sydney 15. Battle of the West, as, as we say. Um I thought the key to this victory was the, the the dominant scrum from from the Pirates there, uh, Swaney. Oh yeah, the old Cucaracha Cup. That's um, the one. Good to good to see. Uh, yeah, West Harbour get a get a victory. They 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 need a a bit of momentum. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that Cam Trelaw is that kind of guy as well, that kind of coach. That you know, if they start getting some momentum, we saw it last year at the back end of last year when they strung a couple of wins together. Mm. Um, so to start the season. Um, with a win, huge, and and you're right. The, it was the, the scrum and the mall that kind of really, um, you know, turned it into their favour. It was because the game was sort of in the balance, and um, you know they really, um, you know, flexed their muscle at that at that at that part of the game. Um, and well, then, one know, of the things that I noticed through uh, watching the uh, the mini match of that particular game was was the fact that. Uh, Cameron Trelaw hasn't really tried to overload them with too much sort of information, and they, you know, they're just they're just going out there and they're they're doing the simple things well, and that that kept them in this game. So, uh, and in in the end, I think it was a uh, the two blues brought down a rolling ball close to their uh, their try line, and that uh, that gave uh, that that gave the uh, seventeen fifteen win to uh, to West Harbour. Yep, terrific result for the Pirates in round one. And the two Blues have to shake themselves off for this weekend. Um, let's head over to University Oval, where last year's minor premiers, Northern Suburbs, have taken down the premiers. Um, Northern Suburbs, 37, Sydney University, 20. Um, I have to say, the star of the show is a former student himself. I thought Jude Gibbs at Fly Half for Northern Suburbs had an absolute blinder, Casho. Yeah, helped along by... Uh... By some uh, some good guidance from uh, from Harry Beery in the centres and Nick Duffy, but uh, yeah, listen, Norse were uh, were pretty good uh, for uh, probably 60, 70 minutes, and uh, you know it was only at that point in time when uh, when uh, Uni got a bit of possession in uh, in, in Norse twenty two and uh, 
managed to score a couple of late tries. But uh, as as you said, Jude Gibbs, Henry O'Donnell uh, did some good stuff. Uh, the new number eight, Luke uh, Gogowski, did some uh, some good stuff. As did uh, Declan Carroll, and of course uh, Scott in the uh, in, in the, the, the the tight head who's uh, come over from Scotland. Uh, he uh, he gave Norse a, a dominant scrum. So uh, Norse seemed to be uh, ticking over quite nicely, but uh, it's only the, uh, the, the the first game of the year. So we'll see what uh, the next month or so brings. Oh, he's keeping his cards close to his chest there, Swaney. They look pretty sharp, if you ask me. Oh, mate, 100% red-hot favourites, if you ask me, for the, for the shoot I'll give him favourites for minor premiership. I'm not going to quite go shoot shield yet because yeah. that could change. But um, big uh, big Ratsu on the wing, mate. I think he was spitting chips. He didn't have a hat-trick uh, when Reese Mao dropped the ball in that far corner. Yeah, big Ratsu in Tungu there. He, he's, um, he's a gun, isn't he? Oh, oh yeah. Just, I look at I look at the um, the North's team, particularly that starting fifteen, and then a couple of the guys on the bench who came on late, and it yeah. just felt like one of the best balanced teams in the comp. If you know what I mean, like they they just they they've got good playmakers, they've got good guys who can step into playmaker when the playmaker's not there, and um, uh, yeah, that that Jude Gibbs was was outstanding, and you're right, Harry Bury stepped in and. Um, you know, into that playmaker role when he needed to, um, just to give them that balance. So, yeah, I, I, uh, I reckon they're going to be red hot this year. The Shawman, um, and yeah, it is only round one, as you say, Casho, but uh, they looked bloody good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a couple of returnings too. Max Bury, after he comes back from uh, from Sevens duty and the uh, the force sort of stuff. He'll uh, he'll obviously add, uh, add add some uh, add some bite there in attack, and uh, and and also George Thornton will come back from the uh, the MLR. So uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're they're looking all right. So they had uh, seven debutants, but they've still got eight or nine guys that we all know about, and I think guys in key positions, particularly Duffy. Beery, um, you know, they've got Kitchen and Margan in at the hooker positions. I saw Henaway's on the bench. Gary Bortz is still there. So still plenty of IP running through the side. Carapa. Um, I thought, what about the hit from Gersikowski on Will Cocker? Did you see that, Swain? Uh, I think I did, yeah. Mate, Casho uh, called him the axe last week, and um, I think um, I think he's made his presence felt already. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not only defence, he's... Uh... He's a very good link man, and uh, and obviously doesn't mind a uh, a bit of a carry into um, you know some some tough defence there. So uh, uh, uni uni obviously uh, got some pay out of Tommy Morrison at uh, at, at fullback, and uh, uh, Eddie King got a got got some tries uh, late in the piece. But uh, yeah, as as Rugby News says here, it was uh, well and truly North's day, particularly in that shoot shield encounter. Did you blokes hear? Um, there was there was something quite curious to me. Whenever the North boys scored, you heard that uni chant going up, and I believe I'm told, reliably informed, that it was actually the North guys winding up the uni supporters, and the uni supporters were getting a big B in their bonnet because. They were doing the uni chant when North scores. Oh, yeah. Well, North, <laughs> great banter. Mate, if that pelican with, where's the mustard 
Blazers in the crowd and was a bit upset. I, I applaud the Norse guys for uh, for all their beautiful work there. Uh, but um, that uh, uni side looks a little fresh, Casho, doesn't it? I don't know many of the players at all. Yeah, yeah. Apart yeah. from McCallum and Clint Ross. probably more first-grade caps coming off their bench at, at different sort of stages, wasn't there? But, uh, yeah. Yeah, listen, Hilly's... Uh, Hilly's uh, Hilly's going to shape him. They're, they're, as we record this, he's uh, he's probably got that Ford pack in the tram lines there, doing stuff up up up, up and down the field. They're uh, they're going to be better uh, next week and better the week after, I'm sure. Beautiful. Well, we head into uh, round two. We've got a couple of uh, good Friday clashes. How good's that? A Friday this week, no work. Can tune into some shoot shield. We've got Hunter playing Ramick on Friday at three o'clock. And the Raddies playing Sydney Uni on Friday night at 7.15. Uh, then regular programming will commence for 3 o'clock Saturday fixtures. Northern Suburbs taking on Southern Districts. Eastern Suburbs taking on West Harbour. Eastwood and Manly. And the Two Blues and Gordon. Some excellent uh, round two fixtures. Cash, are you still, uh, still a bit crippled, mate? going to stay indoors or you might get out this weekend? No, no, listen, I might. Um, I... Um... I managed to uh, drive to physio this morning, which is uh, a major step forward for me. And um, considering having a couple of schooners at the uh, Percy's and uh, and then heading off to um, to enjoy uh, Graham O'Donnell's company uh, in the uh, in the hospitality box, so uh, should be uh, should be a lovely afternoon. But as as you say, Burjo, there's some really good games there, isn't there? Uh, that ring of Sydney, anyone's going to be a beauty. Norse yep. and, uh, and South, believe it or not, it's a bit of a top-of-the-table tussle, isn't it? So, uh, interestingly, that table, we've got uh, last year's grand finalists, second last and last, so uh, with uni uh, at, at, at the bottom. So, uh, yeah, they're, uh, they'll, they'll be looking to, um, to make the, uh, the next one a, a win. I'm not going to take too much notice of the table till about round six. Swaney, what about you? <laughs> oh, yeah, look. Maybe that's because Manly's intense. So. <laughs> that's, that's, I was going to say, you definitely have an agenda there, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, it's all so good. No, no power rankings till round six, is that right? <laughs> there's, no, there's no power rankings. Oh, well, if there is a power ranking, I've got uni, um, uni not at the top. I've got Northern Suburbs right at the top, that's for sure. But anyway, uh, it's hard to tell. We've we'll had to see some of these... Maybe better sides play each other in the next few weeks, and let's uh, let's get, let's start with next round, and, and we can talk next week about it. I want to thank you, gentlemen, for uh, calling in tonight and having a chat. Thank you, Swaney. Thank you, Burjo. I will um, looking forward to a big Easter weekend, and I hope you guys have a good Easter weekend as well. Uh, well just quickly, uh, Super Rugby Tars have got to buy, but there's plenty of other action on yet. Yeah? yeah, Brumbies and Reds at Suncorp on Friday. I'll be there producing that um, double header with the women, and then Saturday it is the Rebels taking on the Blues on Saturday night down at uh, Amy Park. Um, and I will be in Sydney producing Sports Sunday this week, um, yeah. interestingly. so oh, Very good. Yeah. Quite the all-rounder, Swain. But, uh, yeah, right. is- Swiss Army Knife Casher. Now, Casher, you enjoy those therapeutic recovery beers uh, for your uh, Rocky Boulder there, mate? Absolutely. All right, gents. Thank you. Catch you next week. Bye.